Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I can't believe I'm talking about this again. And I apologize to you, but the story never ends. Here's the latest. A Pittsburgh librarian, she works at Perry Traditional Academy, Perry High School in the city of Pittsburgh, predominantly black school, has written an open letter to the people of West Virginia, specifically to Brook County, uh, Brook High School, home of the Mighty Bruins, about an incident that has taken on a life of its own. It's gone viral. A few weeks ago, let me give you a little nut graph here, overview. A few weeks ago at a high school football game, Brook High, home game, Brook High, mostly white, was hosting uh, Perry Traditional Academy, a school mostly black. It was a football game. They played the football game. Brook won, no big deal. Uh, there was a sign, a banner in the student section of uh, the uh, Brook High Stadium that read Trump Perry and an image of an American flag. All right, no big deal. Well, someone from, I guess, Perry saw the banner and thought it was racist simply because of the T word, the T word being Trump, you know, the president of the United States. All right, fine. So this librarian from uh, Perry Traditional Academy, her name is Sheila May Stein, sent out a, a tweet, uh, posted a tweet saying essentially that this was awful, this is terrible, this is racism and all that. And it would have died right there, except the superintendent of Brook High, uh, the superintendent of Brook County Schools, um, uh, a, um, um, superintendent uh, Tony Paisano Shoot, S-H-U-T-E, or as I call her, Tony Paisano Shoot Her Mouth Off, uh, decided to pour gasoline onto the fire, high-octane high gasoline, and wrote a groveling letter of an apology to the superintendent of the Pittsburgh Public Schools. And in fact, today, uh, I'm doing this live. Uh, today, Thursday, uh, I believe the uh, Brook High School is supposed to have some sort of diversity training or something for the kids to help them not be racist or God knows what they're gonna do, I don't know. Anyway, so um, that letter, that response by the superintendent of the Brook County Schools, essentially throwing her children under the school bus so she could do virtue signaling to show the world, oh, well, I'm actually a good you know, person. I'm not racist. I'll teach these kids and all this kind of stuff. That, that's what really caused all of this to take off because it gave uh, legitimacy to an otherwise innocuous tweet from a librarian that no one's ever heard about, no one ever cared about. So really all this is not even so much on the superintendent as it is on the school board, the Brook County School Board, um, Office of Education, for first hiring her as a superintendent and then not firing her or not reprimanding or doing much of anything. So that's pretty much the big picture. And I've been talking about this because every, every few days there seems to be some new angle to this thing. And it's always me defending Brook High and the Brook kids because the attacks keep coming from the outside, from Pittsburgh. The, um, the, the, the newspaper there, the main newspaper there, very liberal Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, had a, a sports uh, guy try to write a column. His writing is horrendous. 
uh, attacking uh, Brooke Hyde, the sign, the kids, and he said, you need to be smart like us. You've got to get some brains. Um, then uh, we had another, uh, letter, uh, another story uh, a couple days ago, and I spoke about that in one of my Facebook Live things. And it was so biased, it was unbelievable. I mean, they were telegraphing how much they hated Trump and how liberal they were and all that. And I thought, oh, sounds funny, that's the end of it. Well, no, it's not. I want to thank one of my Facebook friends for turning me on to this. You know who you are. Thank you, Deep Throat. This now is an open letter, an open letter from the librarian, her name Sheila May Stein, who I do not know, uh, who is a librarian at Perry Traditional Academy. And it is one of the most condescending examples of the mindset of the loony left, of the ultra-hyper-politically correct left, the people, the women primarily, who marched in that women's march a few months ago where they wore those pink little lady part hats and all that kind of stuff. This pretty much is a great example of that. Now, in defense, first, oh, gee, I guess I should tell you who I am, although everybody should know by now. Uh, I am Dimitri. Last name is Vassilaris. Don't try to pronounce it. Nobody gets it right, including me. I'm the lovable libertarian, trademark, service mark, copyright, pet, petting. Don't steal it. Here at the intersection of freedom and fun. Did you notice how my eyes went to make it look like it's actually an intersection of freedom and fun? Uh, trademark, service mark, copyright, patent betting. Don't steal that either. I simulstream on blogtalkradio.com and on Facebook Live. And I've got so many, so many Facebook friends who are tuned into this thing and listeners on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much. Please share this with everybody you know. I know it's an old topic, but it's always a new angle with this old topic. And again, I'm not bringing this stuff up. I'm responding to what this, this assault, this never-ending assault from the, 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 the leftists in Pittsburgh, and this is just the latest example of that. Someone's got to stand up for the Brook County because the local media here is certainly not doing much of anything with that, so it's up to me, which is fine. I have no problem with that. Now, first, in defense, not even in defense, but let me, let me say this about Sheila Maystein, the librarian at uh, Perry Traditional Academy. I do not know her. I have no background information about her other than what I had read and the, the picture of her that I saw. She is uh, posing with a bunch of flowers. My belief is that she is an honest, good person. My belief is that she has a very good heart. My belief is that she truly does care about her kids and that she absolutely believes everything that I'm going to share with you. So it's not like she's making this up or that she's just trying to be provocative. She, honest to God, believes this. And so give her credit for being consistent in her beliefs and for caring. Now, that said, I believe she is so wrong in so many ways, it's difficult to even, even to list them, but I'm going to try. And mostly what I'm going to do is simply use her words uh, to make that case. And so it's an open letter. She has this on her blog. And by the way, you can read this for yourself. You can go to my Facebook uh, page. I'm maxed out at 5,000 friends. Facebook does not allow me to have any more friends, but I, you can follow me. So please follow me on Facebook, and it's, I, everything that I publish is, is open to the public. Anybody can read anything. I've included a link to the blog by Sheila May Stein, and the headline is An Open Letter to the Students of Brook High School. Brook spelled with an E, B-R-O-O-K-E, high school. Uh, Sheila May Stein. There's a picture of her, and she seems like a lovely lady. Uh, blonde, see? She seems very nice, and she's holding these flowers, and it's a beautiful picture, actually. And again, I do believe she means well, 
but she could not possibly be more misguided with this thing. And it's not just me, a libertarian, saying this. First off, I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I'm a libertarian. I'm a life member of the libertarian party. I vote only for libertarian candidates. I disagree with many of the things that Donald Trump is doing. He's a populist. I disagree with him, but okay, fine. He's the president. I can live with that just like I could live with former President uh, Barack Obama. I certainly didn't vote for him either, but they're the respective presidents, so you just deal with it. That's all. You don't lose your mind over this thing. So um, there's there's that. so where was I going with this now? Uh, okay. Oh, well, that was it. Um, so no, I'm not a Trump guy at all um, for most issues. I know an awful lot of politically liberal people. In fact, many of my friends, at least half, are politically very, very liberal. Uh, but they're very nice people. I don't hold that against them, just like the other half, mostly very conservative. I don't hold that against them. I happen to be libertarian. I don't judge people by their political views. I just, I just don't. I judge them as individuals. That's all I care about. So, um, but back to the liberal friends that I have, politically very liberal friends. I mean, they hate Trump. They think Trump has horns coming out of his you know, head and all sorts of terrible stuff. But even they, even they are not part of the loony left. Even they are not suffering fatally from Trump, um, um, oh, oh goodness, what's the word? Um, Trump, um, ah, no, I forgot the word, the phrase. Uh, but even they who hate Trump um, admit freely that this Trump banner issue is a non-story. It's not a big deal. Even they don't think this is some kind of a racist thing or, or, or whatever. And two, in fact, three of them, uh, two of them, actually, two of them actually were part of the Women's March. They actually uh, went to Pittsburgh, went to Station Square in the middle of the night and got on a bus and went to Washington, D.C. to march with the other women, all their lady parts and all this kind of stuff um, in uh, January. So these are hardcore Trump haters, Trump derangement syndrome. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, So they're hardcore Trump haters, which is fine. They're still lovely people. Uh, But even they are saying this is like a non-story. This is a non-issue. This is is crazy stuff. And it is crazy. And I believe it's cognitive dissonance. Um, But more on that later. So let me read this uh, to you. By the way, share this with everybody you know, please. Because what is really going on here is that this Trump derangement syndrome has taken over the minds of the loony left to the point, to the point where they are obsessing about a bunch of nice, decent white kids in the northern panhandle of West Virginia at Brook High. I mean, it's, it's, it's gotten to this point. It's not about the kids, and it's not even about West Virginia. It's not about race, really. It's about the left, the loony left's hatred of Donald Trump. That's what this is really all about. It's all about the the T word. That's what we're talking about here. So let me read this to you. And again, these are her words and make of it what, uh, what you will. By the way, if you want to join a, a group of people who in Brook County who, or who people who care about Brook County and the kids, uh, get in touch with Paula Dahl, D-O-L-L. She's on Facebook. She's one of my friends. And she is helping to organize the um, uh, private Facebook page that has, I think, over 800 members now. Um, and it's called For Their Future. Uh, get in touch with her. Become part of the group. A lot of stuff is happening in, in the northern panhandle over this thing because it's a relentless assault on the part of the far left against these kids in this school over a nothing, a nothing issue here. All right. So here's the letter from Sheila May Stein. And again, if you are tempted to get in touch with her or whatever, you know, fine. But I caution you. I urge you, be a good, decent human being. 
you can completely disagree with this woman, as I do, regarding this letter, and still you do not be a jagoff. You do not be a jerk. You be, you be courteous. You be forceful in what you believe, but be a good guy. Be a good person. If you write to her, understand that the best way to try to persuade someone is not by calling them names and doing horrible stuff. I'm not calling her a name. In fact, I believe she's sincere about this, just completely wrong. So don't be a jerk. Be a good person. Make your case. Have some sort of discussion, interaction, or whatever, but never, never sink into being a troll or anything like that. That's a, that's a, that's a loser for everybody. Don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. All right, here's the letter. I'm going to read just parts of it. But you can read the whole thing for yourself so you can see that I wasn't uh, cherry-picking that it's a, you know, read the whole thing. And, and also, she includes a video, a little one, a YouTube one, uh, regarding uh, whiteness. And this was really important. It was included in her blog. And I have the link for that as well on my Facebook page for this post. And when you uh, see this video, it's all about, you know, whiteness and white people got Trump elected and all that. Um, please note um, how the uh, author, the person who is speaking, who is trying to make the case, uh, note how he cannot even pronounce the word ask, A-S-K. He can't even pronounce it properly. And yet she is citing him as this brilliant mind when it comes to race relations in America. So giving you a fair warning, it's just, it's just what it is. All right, so here's, here's part of the letter. Um, <clears throat> An open letter to the students of Brook High School, Sheila Maystein, Librarian, Perry Traditional Academy. Um, hello, you don't know me, but many of you and your parents hate my guts. I don't hate you. I understand completely and fully that I do not know you. Now, this is important. She is stating in the first graph here, I understand completely and fully that I do not know you. But then she goes on. It was just in a remarkably condescending piece of writing to look down her nose at us, the, you know, the basket of deplorables who live here in the greater Pittsburgh tri-state area who believe in coal, who believe in a lot, of, a lot of things that I don't think she believes in. But again, I can't speak for her. The only thing I can say is that based on this open letter, uh, it sure seems that she is being extremely condescending extremely unfair and um, I'll make my case and then you know you believe whatever you want again please share this with everybody enough all right so she goes on I hope that this letter uh, I hope that in this letter I can be of some service to you so she's trying to be helpful to the to the students of Brook High School she's trying to be helpful she's trying to be of service to you uh, it's how touching uh, she um, talks about herself uh, she grew up poor, white, and rural. My immediate family was unabashedly racist. These are her words. My immediate family was unabashedly racist. It bothered me. I grew up, somehow made it to college, and learned better because I liked to read. And the university I attended was a great one. I became a school librarian because I love books and I love kids. So already she's throwing her, her immediate family under the bus. They're racist. All right, so that's where she's coming from. Um, she goes on to say, some of you had painted a big banner that read Trump Perry. It was all in red, white, and blue. Uh, president's hair was drawn over his name in the picture. You were behind the banner. You looked like an all-white crowd dressed in red, white, and blue, holding your arms out with a number one or, in a few cases, flipping the bird. I gaped at it, stunned. 
Then I went to Brooke's Twitter account and got a better, more frontal view of the banner and a view behind it and had the same reaction from the gut, like someone had punched me. Irrationally, as I am 50 white and was far away from where the banner was being held, I felt frightened. Now, mind you, this is what she is admitting. She is looking at a banner that reads Trump Perry and the American flag. And even though she's like a million miles away or an hour drive you know, from the, you know, the city of Pittsburgh, she felt frightened. Her words, not mine. Then I felt incredulous and sick to my stomach. I thought, why are these kids doing something so cruel and heartless? I mean, this is actually how she thinks. She's telling you, this is actually how my mind works. This is kind of scary. It's, it's really insightful, but it's also kind of scary. So um, <clears throat> she writes, uh, okay. uh, the banner became a story that went places. The Pittsburgh paper, Post-Gazette, covered it. USA Today covered it. Some other local and national papers covered it. I also covered it. Uh, I started getting hundreds of hate tweets from folks who thought what I had said about the banner was itself racist. Never mind that the definition of racism says this. And then she actually lists the definition of racism because, again, this letter is going to the kids of Brook High. The kids of Brook High presumably don't know the definition of racism. She actually puts in the definition of racism here. Talk about condescending. Gee, the kids of Brook High don't know the definition of racism. Really? Really, Sheila? Really? She continues, why had I reacted with fear, anger, and the desire to protect my students just to the president's name? Why had that image created such an intense response in me when people who were tweeting at me, furious, claimed not to have had any ill intent? Okay, fine. I can't read all of this because it takes too long, but again, these are the highlights. If we were together right now, this is what I would say to you face to face. I was scared when I saw your banner. This is why. For my students, there are implicit dangers to living in America. By the way, I agree with her to a degree on that one. Uh, those dangers are especially pronounced when entering a mostly white community. I disagree with that one completely. And my students were a long bus ride away from home. Look, let me tell you right here what she is saying. Uh, the dangers are especially pronounced when entering a mostly white community. I call BS. Look, I get that there is a degree of racism among some people of different colors and all that kind of stuff. You know, I absolutely get that. No, no, no question. But think about this. I happen to know Perry High School or now Perry Traditional Academy. I'm quite familiar with the Commodores. I'm quite familiar with that part of the north side, including the North View Heights housing projects. And all that. I, I get it. Okay. I will guarantee you, I will bet you your last dollar that a typical black student from Perry or anywhere else will be much safer in an all-white community in Brook County than he would be in a predominantly black neighborhood around Perry High School. And that's a fact. So I completely disagree with her on, on this. You want high risk for black kids? High crime black neighborhoods near Perry. That's where the, the real problem is. But all right, we continue. Uh, when I say we, I mean me, because it's just, it's just me here. All right, again, please share this with everyone. You know, again, I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian. This is One Dimitri Radio on Facebook Live and blogtalkradio.com. Uh, many of you honestly, many of you honestly not know that 
because okay, I didn't get the phrasing right. This is on me. So she the the thing before that says those dangers are especially pronounced when entering a mostly white community. And my students were a long bus ride away from home. Okay, I disagree with her. Here's the next sentence. Many of you may honestly not know that because you are not black. Here's where it starts. You know, you don't know that. You're white, so how could you possibly know that? She knows that. She's white, but she knows that. That's not meant as a put down or in any way as an angry statement toward you. <laughs> right. <laughs> she reminds us again, I'm white, but the banner your school put up at the football game was a mistake. Whether you were part of it or not, whether you were for or against it, here are some facts. And then she lists some facts, including, however, this incident should begin to start making you ask whose voices are elevated in your school? Why and why not? Huh? Number two, every high school team trades film before football games, usually a week in advance. Your football team would have seen film of our team a week before we played. Your team knew our team was primarily African-American. Who knew that other than the team is something only you know? You see, what she's really saying here is that the Brook High kids are so stupid, they couldn't figure out that Perry Traditional Academy, an inner city school in the city of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Public Schools, would not be primarily black. Because, you know, people in northern panhandle of West Virginia, they're white, so they don't really know too much about anything. So they would have figured it out if they saw the film, because otherwise they wouldn't know that many high schools in the city of Pittsburgh, and damn near all of them, I'm guessing now, are predominantly or almost exclusively a minority. But anyway, number three, this is, again, the condescending part of it is unbelievable. Uh, it is time for you to understand that black people have experienced and experience America differently than white people do, and that to be a good person and a good American, you individually and collectively must be sensitive to the fact Work to deepen your understandings about what it means and why that is, and to take on your work as an American. You see, if you're from Brook, you don't understand that black people have had different experiences than, than, than white people, because you're from Brook. You're from the northern panhandle. You're poor, white, uneducated. She's trying to help you. She's just trying to help you. All right, the Trump-Perry incident happened without excuse me, within an educational setting. A high school football game is an educational setting, really. The work to set it right can and should be educational. If we all are humble enough to acknowledge the need to keep learning, we will all come out the better. And when she says we, she means you. If you can do this. She writes again. We white people live in a world where our race is invisible to us. That is a function of a thing, a term called whiteness. It's related to white privilege, something we all have if we are white, no matter how poor, how hard we had or have it, where we are from or where we are going. It's just a fact in America that if you are white, you have a kind of privilege you didn't earn. And then she includes a... Uh, link here, unpacking the invisible knapsack. Um, I had white privilege when I was that 10-year-old in my weird shoes and floods because I wasn't going to be profiled by a racist power structure. Police in the street, teachers, store owners, doctors, principals, few of whom saw me as a physical threat, followed me around stores, blah, blah, blah. So what is this thing that I'm calling whiteness? And then she has more links. Understanding whiteness 
the history of white people, what is whiteness, and on and on and on. Um, it is really important to feel the weight of history when you try to appreciate someone else's experiences. Because if you're from Brook High, you don't get that. You don't understand that it's important to understand, like, the history of people. Because, again, northern panhandle of West Virginia, poor white, uneducated. You voted for Trump, didn't you? So you couldn't possibly understand any of this stuff. Thank God for the librarian from Perry Traditional Academy. By the way, have you checked out the uh, graduation rate for Perry Traditional Academy? Have you checked out their test scores, their, case, their state test scores, Perry Traditional Academy? Check them out. And then check out the ones from Brooke. And then you tell me who is giving uh, kids a better education. Why don't you, you know, no mention of that here in the letter. All right, she continues. How are we doing for time? Okay. Uh, we go on. <clears throat> Uh, she also includes uh, something from the Atlantic, the case for reparations. Um, she says, this is long and kind of difficult piece. Code, you might not be bright enough to understand it, but it's worth the read. All right. And then she has this thing, the first white president. And there's a link to this thing. And this is where the author, whose name I can't even begin to pronounce, uh, mispronounces the word ask, A-S-K. He simply mispronounces it, making the case that it was all about racism, that Donald Trump was elected, fine, whatever. All right. Um, <clears throat> I think it's important to read a lot of fiction from the perspectives of people who do not look like you uh, or have the same background as you. At Perry, we have a student staff book club. Start your own. Challenge your parents, your teachers, your favorite aunt and uncle to read with you. Here are some of the great books. They hate you. The letter U. They hate you. Um, how It Went Down, All American Boys, Black Lives Matter, Between the World and Me, The New Jim Crow, Citizen, An American Lyric, uh, The Fire Next Time, well, by James Baldwin. Okay, that's good. And, and, and some others. <clears throat> now, here's, here's the big finish with this open letter. And again, I don't know this Sheila May Stein from, from anyone, and I do honest to God believe she has a good heart and that she means well. Um, but she does, I think, in her writing, indicate that she truly does believe we're a basket of deplorables. Uh, we're not very bright. Um, and, and here's the condescending part of this. Here's, she saves this for the end. And she might actually not even realize how condescending this is coming across. I mean, she really might not. Uh, many people don't understand the power of the written word. I do because, of course, I'm a wordsmith. <whistles> Hashtag wordsmith. All right. Uh, this might uh, this might seems obnoxious to you, a typo. This might seems obnoxious to you. Some lady from far away who you don't know, finding something you did or didn't directly do really wrong, then lecturing you about it in a blog, and worse, presuming to give you homework and reading, like I'm some race expert, right? Like I'm some enlightened being who knows so much about how to be woke, W-O-K-E, woke. The next graph, she says, I don't. Um, all I know is that I love my students. Again, the virtue signaling is unbelievable. But this thing here about I don't, actually, she does. She really, sh she's showing herself in the previous graph. Let me read this to you again. This might seem obnoxious to you. Some lady from far away who you don't know, finding something you did or didn't directly do really wrong, then lecturing you about it in a blog and worse, presuming to give you homework and reading like I'm some sort of race expert, right? Like I'm some enlightened being who knows so much about how to be woke. That is exactly what she is 
saying here in terms of that's exactly how she's coming across, and she knows it because she wrote it right here. Now, she adds that, oh, I don't. I'm not really like that. Yeah, you really are. Here's the graph. Here's what you wrote. Here it is. All I know, and this is the big finish, all I know is that I love my students. Uh, I'm pretty sure that if I knew you well and if you were my kids, I'd love you too. The key word here is I'm pretty sure. That's what teachers do. And the best way I can love you from afar is to challenge you to be whom I and who your teachers, administrators, school district, parents, community, and country need you to be. People who read widely, think broadly, unlearn and relearn ideas, and try on new ways of being in this world. So, pick up a book, read two or three of these books and or articles, and write me a long comment about what you think about them. I'll write you back if you promise to truly think about what you've read. Let's learn from each other. In other words, she wants you to learn from her. Sheila Maston, librarian, Perry Traditional Academy. Gradu- check out the graduation rates. Check out the, the, the state test scores and um, then shake your head. Just shake your head. The condescending attitude of this thing is not unusual for people who believe we are a basket of deplorables here in the greater Pittsburgh tri-state area. Um, people who did not vote for Hillary Clinton. That exactly is what, that's exactly what they think of. There's no question about it. Please share this with everyone. Uh, I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian. Um, I simulstream blogtalkradio.com and Facebook Live here at the intersection of freedom and fun, trademark. And um, uh, again, I'm maxed out with friends, but you can follow me, encourage other people to follow me, mostly share this, because this is another great example of how the loony left mind works. She has a good heart. I am sure she has a good heart, but so incredibly condescending. I mean, it's unbelievable how condescending this person is, and she doesn't even realize it. it actually, she does. Now, let me just correct myself. She actually does realize it, but not on a conscious level, because this next to the last graph really does say it all. It says, again, this might seem obnoxious to you, Some lady from far away who you don't know, finding something you did or didn't do directly, do really wrong, then lecturing you about it in a blog or worse, presuming to give you homework and reading like I'm some race expert, right? Like I'm some enlightened being who knows so much about how to be woke. That says it all right there. She actually does know who she is and what she is. She said so in her own words. She adds a little, little thing down here. I don't. Yeah, you do. That's what you wrote. So an open letter to the students at Brook High, you poor, dumb, white kids from West Virginia, uh, part of the big basket of deplorables in the greater Pittsburgh tri-state area, voted overwhelmingly for Trump, by the way. Um, I did not vote for Hillary Clinton. I think she is the antichrist. Uh, but I voted for Gary Johnson. I'm not a Trump guy. Um, uh, you know, there's some issues that I'll agree with him and many issues with which I'll disagree. And that's fine. And again, if you want to respond to Sheila Maystein, to the librarian at Brooke, at Perry, <laughs> sorry, um, 
please be nice, please be courteous. She's expecting the worst. I, I, can, I can almost assure you of that. She is expecting the worst because we're ignorant. We're not, you know, really very bright. We don't read much, you know, like books and learning stuff. Um, but just be courteous. You can be, you know, forceful in terms of your beliefs, but be courteous, be kind. Um, don't be a jagoff. Please don't be a jagoff. Um, state your case. Will you change her mind? No, of course not. Uh, Trump derangement syndrome is, I believe, a fatal uh, disease, or at least a chronic condition. That's a better way of saying it, a chronic condition. Um, and this is a great example of that attitude, again, from Pittsburgh of the left, the far left in Pittsburgh. As it, was, as it was displayed in the Post-Gazette story that I read to you a few days ago, um, and also with the uh, columnist and the, the sports columnist, the guy White, something White, um, again, showing that, you know, they're, they're just smarter than us. Um, they, and they're trying to help us. You know, they're really trying to help us. They're, they're patting us on the head going, you need to read uh, like books, you know, books, you know, it's got hard covers, sometimes soft covers, but you open it and they're like words and they're like ideas and all that. And just change the way you think because the key word Trump is racism. Everybody knows that. And we're surprised you don't. Um, and, and the way that she goes on with this thing. And again, she's admitting how her mind works. She looked at the banner and she says, I gaped at it, stunned. And then from the gut, like someone had punched me. And she, uh, she says irrationally, as I'm 50, white, and was far away from where the banner was being held, I felt frightened. She admits her word right here where my thumb is, irrationally. I don't have to say that she's irrational. I don't have to say that because she said so. I don't have to say that she's some condescending white woman who is lecturing us about this, that, and the other, and uh, uh, that she's a race expert and, you know, uh, all of this stuff. She says so. That's who you're dealing with here. And I hope to God this is the last we're going to hear of this stupid thing. I fear not because it just so happens that that banner and this whole Brooke uh, High thing is, fits perfectly into the loony left narrative that the only reason that there's a President Trump is because of racist white people who voted for him overwhelmingly. And anything connected with Trump must be because of white racists. And what better example than the northern panhandle of West Virginia, poor white folks who can't be too bright because, well, they're from West Virginia and they're in coal country. And so you need a librarian from Pittsburgh to kind of talk down to you, but in a good way to help you elevate yourself, to become sensitive uh, to the needs of other people and their points of view and all this kind of stuff. And she is willing, she is willing to, uh, to talk with you. Uh, where did she say this here? Now, where did I put this here? Oh, yes. Um, I'll write you back if you promise to truly think about what you've read. Let's learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah, it sure sounds like she's uh, open to learning something from poor white folks from West Virginia. What do you think? So, again, I'm sure she means, well, she, her picture is actually lovely with the, with the flowers and everything. And I do believe that even though, even though you have to wade through this swill, that she does mean well. I mean, and that's in a way even crazier, more concerning, because it's not like she's an evil person doing this. She's actually a good person going off the rails with this whiteness and this you know, white privilege stuff and if there's so much white privilege, 
why is West Virginia so damn poor and has so many economic problems and so many other kinds of problems? Uh, in fact, this greater Pittsburgh tri-state area is overwhelmingly white. It just, it just is. So if there's so much white privilege here, why is this still the Rust Belt? Why do we have so many economic problems and social problems and everything else? I don't understand that. But again, I'm a white person, so I don't get it. Um, maybe you do. I don't know. But um, that's the open letter to the students of uh, Brook High School. I hope this is the end of it, but again, I fear that others will just pile on. Others in the ultra-liberal media will pile on because um, – it's, a, it's like the, 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 the perfect case for the narrative of white racism is the reason why we have President Trump. All of this is really about Trump. It's not about Brooks. It's not about the kids. It's not even about the sign. It's certainly not about racism. This really is about Trump and how the loony left simply cannot reconcile that Hillary Clinton lost to this short-fingered vulgarian. That's what this is really all about. And unfortunately, the Brook High kids are in the crosshairs. They're just, they just happen to be the perfect prop for this nonsense about white privilege. and white. Think about this. <clears throat> we went from a banner that read Trump Perry, a picture of the American flag, to a librarian from a, Pittsburgh, a failing Pittsburgh public school with horrible test scores, horrible graduation rates, lecturing us about white privilege. This is insane. This is nuts. Again, I'm sure she's a fine person, and I really do, honest to God, believe she means well. I mean, there's no question in my mind about that. But she admits she's irrational. She actually admits it. I agree with her. She is irrational. Read her own words. She'll tell you. So please share this with everyone you know. Um, join that um, Facebook um, um, private group uh, for their future. Get in touch with Paula. And I, her middle name is Fedor, her maiden name, F-O-D-O-R, but it's Paula Doll, D-O-L-L. She's one of my Facebook friends. You can find her and ask to join the group. Uh, they've got lots of really interesting things uh, coming up, a letter to the editor uh, campaign and other stuff. And again, today, I believe it is today, the uh, Brook uh, School's, are um, conducting, or at least I read that they were supposed to conduct some sort of diversity training. Uh, one person uh, sent me a message saying that uh, they thought that they're going to be bringing in ministers to talk about diversity training or do diversity training. If they're bringing in ministers, I guess that would raise the whole issue of uh, separation of church and state. But again, I don't know. So I don't know. Uh, I'm sure I'll be getting more feedback and uh, lots of folks leaving comments on my Facebook wall uh, and different posts regarding this. But um, it just never ends. And the poor kids from Brook High, they just, they just happen to be the, the, the perfect um, scapegoat for what's really going on, Trump derangement syndrome from the loony left that just cannot believe. They absolutely, positively cannot believe that Hillary lost to Trump. That's what this is all about. Again, share this with everyone. Please follow me on Facebook and also on Twitter. And I've got over 12,000 followers on Twitter. Follow me on blogtalkradio.com. Share this with everybody you know. Um, oh, good news. I'm going to be in, um, on PCNC, 
uh, night talk on Friday night at uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, I'm going to be uh, one of the featured panelists again. I love being on night talk, uh, happy hour. I love Ellis Cannon, who, by the way, you may not know, is a um, former um, trial uh, lawyer. Uh, very good guy. And so uh, I don't know who the other panelists are going to be, but it's always a great time. So spread the word, Dimitri, PCNC's Night Talk, happy hour, Friday night, 8 p.m., um, and, um, you know, let everybody know. All right, that's it. I've been talking way too long. I'll try to respond to all the comments after I end the Facebook Live thing. Mostly I just give thumbs up, like, thank you for responding, even the people who don't like me. And there are people who don't like me. Go figure. Uh, but it's true. And uh, we'll do it again, not tomorrow, but um, – or maybe tomorrow. I mean, who knows? I mean, sure, there's going to be something else coming here because, you know, the, the, the far left has got Brook High kids in its crosshairs because it's the perfect way to work out their Trump derangement syndrome. And it's a damn shame. It really is a damn shame for the Brook High kids, a damn shame for West Virginians, damn shame for the greater Pittsburgh tri-state area. Uh, but to them, we really are a basket of deplorables. We don't read. We don't really understand. And we need their help so we can become better people, so we can learn from them, because it's all, about, it's all about caring. It's all about learning. It's all about love. Have a great day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.